Listeners, what's going on? It is the boy Armand Sadler. Of course, you are here locked in with Stay Busy with Armand Sadler, where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture. I know I told y'all that we will be taking a break, that our last episode with Carl Lamar was our season finale. Well, break is over. We're back. And we had an incredible opportunity that we could not pass up on. I'm talking to someone who is a prominent voice within sports, someone who has done some of the greatest interviews over the last few years, someone who's incredibly humble and has an admirable work ethic. She has worked for Thursday Night Football, Bleacher Report, Turner Sports. She has acted. She is all over. None other than the incredible Taylor Rooks. And I spoke with Taylor Rooks about a very important day within the culture, um, International Female Ride Day, um, which is taking place today. Um, and it is a day dedicated to women who enjoy motorcycling, off-roading, and other motorsport activities. Now, we spoke with her last week about her experience riding on the uh, Polaris Slingshot. We talked to her about sports. We talked to her about music. We talked to her about things that she's done and how she measure, measures her success um, as a journalist. So it was very great for me to hear as a fellow journalist. And she also shouted out some incredible people who have inspired her and are also doing great work currently. So I think that there's something for everyone to get out of this. So I don't, I don't wanna over talk it. We got Taylor Rooks in the Busyverse talking about International Female Ride Day and a bunch of other things. You don't wanna miss this. So we're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, I will be on with none other than the incredible Taylor Rooks. Listeners, what's happening? We are here with the one, the only Taylor Rooks. Very exciting conversation. Thank you so much for giving me your time, Taylor. How how are you? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you. Awesome. Awesome. So let's get right to it. You are you are taking part in the 17th annual International Female Ride Day. How did it feel to be asked to take part in that? Oh, it felt amazing. You know, it was something fun and new and fresh uh, that I really enjoyed. So I got to go on an adventure for a day and I encourage everybody to, you know, go on their own adventure and do their own ride on that first Saturday in May. Now, you, you said that it's new, but I know in the Blind Faith movie from 2021 that you were riding <laughs> in a motorcycle. <laughs> so is it is it really completely new for you? Yeah, so I will say I was on that motorcycle for maybe five seconds. The uh, the person riding down PCH was a stunt double, and she's a woman and an amazing uh, rider. And I remember even when I was speaking to her, I was so inspired by her story and just how much of a beast she is, you know, on her motorcycle. Um, so I did get a tiny taste when I was doing that, but I had I had a stunt woman for the ride, but that was me doing the fights. I learned. Mm choreography so but I won't take credit for being really cool on the motorcycle at that point <laughs> <laughs> you know it looked like you was giving them hell on that uh, on that tractor <laughs> it was a good time I learning the fight choreography honestly didn't take as long as I thought that it was going to take um mm. but it was really cool just seeing the process and how they made it super cinematic and like how I looked like I was really hitting him really hard and I wasn't uh yeah. so it was a nice experience that's fire. That's fire. And as for the riding in the Polaris slingshot, I know you're riding through the city of Houston. So like, what, what was it like riding through there? And I'm sure like y'all were, you know, um, drawing a lot of attention. Typically people who are riding around the streets in those vehicles are drawing a lot of attention. So what was the experience like riding in the in the slingshot? 
Yeah, that's what I was telling everyone. I mean, it's cool that when you're writing, everyone else is like, oh my goodness, who is that? And that slingshot, you know, you're riding low to the ground and you're blasting your music and you have your helmet on. And I just love, you know, the wind is going through your hair and it feels very freeing. Um, and it also is just, it's really nice to be in this really cool looking vehicle that is super flashy and you know draws a lot of attention and you feel like everybody looking at it also wants their own <laughs> so it's <laughs> nice because even after I got off the slingshot I'm like hmm should I have one of these in New York City uh it's <laughs> really fun uh to ride around absolutely absolutely can we expect you and international female ride day Polaris to do any like future partnerships like maybe you getting on a motorcycle again for more than five seconds <laughs> <laughs> I mean I have really truly loved uh this partnership with Polaris for international female ride day I really enjoy working with them and learning about all of the things they are doing to continue to push women to the forefront um in power sports and also continue to empower women to try power sports and also people of color you know they're very intentional uh with diversifying what the riding space looks like. So I've really enjoyed this partnership. I'd be more than happy to continue to do stuff with Polaris because I do believe in what they're doing and I believe in this mission. And I believe that riding should be accessible to any person who wants to try it and any person that just, you know, wants to go on an adventure. And that's something that Polaris has dedicated, you know, a lot of their time and resources to doing. And, you know, that's, that's the best thing that you can ask for um, in a partner. For sure. What's like the coolest thing that you learned about motorcycles or like off-road sports or um, just anything related to it uh, throughout this experience? Well, I thought it was very cool. I didn't know this. Like if you're riding with somebody and obviously you both have your helmets on, there's like Bluetooth helmets. So oh, wow. you can talk to them while you're riding. If that, you know, so that you guys can still hear each other. Because even mm -hmm. I was riding with Portia, who was like a beast rider. She's very big in the community. Um, and sometimes if you have your helmet on, you can't hear the person next to you. You're having to lean a lot, but there's really cool technology to be able to talk as you do the ride. So I was super interested in that. Um, but then I was very into learning about the ways that people customize their bikes or their slingshots. Like it's, it's really cool how personal people make riding. Um, mm. They want their, you know, they want it to reflect what they're like. So that was really cool. If you were to get your own bike or your own slingshot, what, what would you name it? Oh my goodness. What would I name it? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Let me we asked the hard questions here. <laughs> yeah, I've never thought about what I name it. I'm like, maybe I know what it would look like. Um, okay. What would I name Sorry, you you, you can also tell us what it would look like too. Drinking her water at the moment. Um, <laughs> I I think that I would name. I don't know. I'm a big Falcons fan. I'm from Georgia, so mm -hmm. it would have to. It would be something that had to do with the Falcons, probably, or just something Georgia in general. I'm from Gwinnett County, which is a suburb of Atlanta, and I rep it very hard. So maybe something that has to do with with the South, but I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. I respect that. I respect that. Maybe and you were talking about we do like a play on words with Andre 3000 and it's like mm. kind of something like that. You know, okay. Something cute. Okay. Something very like just a little hint. <laughs> okay. 
I, I like that. I'm jacking that. I'm jacking yeah. that. <laughs> and you were talking a lot about how uh, Polaris and International Female Ride Day empowers women. And you are blazing a trail um, as, a, as, as, as a journalist. Who are, who are some women that, that, that you looked up to within the space? And who are some women that you think people should be more aware of um, right now who are doing their thing in the space, too? Oh, that's a really good question. I mean, women I looked up to in the space, that list is long and endless. Um, there's There's been so many from, you know, Pam Oliver, Carrie Champion, uh, Jamel Hill, Leslie Visser, uh, Susie Colbert, um, and obviously not in the sports space, but, you know, somebody like Oprah um, or Terry Gross, who, you know, are, were, you know, interviewers by by trade, which is which is something that I that I do try to do and be. Um, and then now, oh my goodness, there's there's so many women. I've really enjoyed watching, you know, everything that Alexis Morgan does, especially in the gaming space. I know that there's there's not that many women when it comes to esports, and and she does a lot of that. Um, we have a young lady named Molly Morrison who has joined us on the NBA Twitter Live show and is kind of like our social media correspondent, and she's been good. Um, definitely Autumn Johnson, who does a lot of work um, in women's basketball and men's basketball. Um, she's a, a really, really strong and talented up and comer in the space. So there's so many. And I honestly, I just like the fact that there are names that I can rattle off because I know it didn't really used to be that way. But now women continue to grow in the space and they always have, you know, legending platforms and people really do pay attention to what women are saying in sports as they should um so it's just it's great that it has become even though there is a lot more work to do it's become a much more welcoming space um and it is allowing more voices uh which is really really nice no absolutely um and so being a journalist i can understand like people kind of focus on the surface level, like, oh, you talk to this person, you talk to this person, and that's how they measure success for us. How do you measure success for yourself? Yeah, I measure success by, did I hear something I hadn't heard before? Um, did this person open up in a way that I haven't heard them? Um, did they tell a story that no one knew about? Um, did I, Do people feel like they walk away from that interview seeing a whole person um, and not just an athlete. I think that's to me what a successful interview is. And I think I'll feel like I had a successful career if I am known to be that person. Um, but when I'm, when I'm doing work and doing research and stepping into this, I always want it to be something where you leave with something. Um, and there's some sort of revelation or there is some sort of moment where you that was thought provoking, um, where there was a real exchange of thought, you know, and we learned about it. You know, I do think it really is like a, it's a partnership when you do an interview, you have to have good questions because those good questions lead to good answers. And that allows the interviewee to feel like they were heard and understood and seen. Um, and that is how I try to measure success with the work. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're talking about the NFL earlier. You're a Falcons fan. I've been through a little journey as a sports fan myself. I was a Colts fan for like 20 years. Last okay. season was very, last season was very disappointing for me. So I've, uh, I've switched my allegiances to the New York Jets. Now, what do you think the New York Jets are going to be able to accomplish this year? And you, you could be honest, you, you could be brutal with me. 
Oh, I'm not just saying this because you are a Jets fan now. I think that the Jets will be really good. I mean, obviously, anytime you get Aaron Rodgers on the team, you're gonna you're gonna have a chance. But they have a strong offense. They had a strong offense last year. They just really needed somebody that you know could get those guys the ball. And obviously, Salah is a defensive minded coach. You guys are gonna always have that in the bag, and in some ways. But having Aaron on the other side of the ball um, to really take you to that next level, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good season. And it's been nice to see Aaron acclimating uh, to both New York and his teammates. You know, he obviously already knew Lazar, but taking him to uh, the Knicks game, and then he took Sauce to the Knicks game. So he's really, I think, trying to to be a New Yorker uh, and get into the group of it. So it's been nice to see. For sure, for sure. And I, I saw you had a you had a really insightful post about Giannis's comments when he was asked that question about failure. Um, and that's been a hot topic in the NBA playoffs, but the NBA playoffs as a whole, I feel like this is the best first round that we've seen in like years. So like, what's been the biggest surprise or storyline for you throughout the NBA playoffs? Oh no, the playoffs have been so fun. I I've truly enjoyed every minute. Um, I mean, I would say biggest surprise, right? I don't know. I don't think anybody thought the Bucks weren't going to make it out of the first round. So that was certainly one. Um, and then before the playoffs, I think it's a surprise that we're not watching Dallas at all. Um, it's a big surprise. Um, I will say as a Hawks fan, I think people thought the Hawks would maybe win one. Some people were saying they were going to get swept. We won two. Uh, and it was really nice to see uh, uh, what Trey and DeJounte look like when it's clicking on all cylinders. So so that was certainly fun. Um, but it's been a really great playoffs. Of course, Jimmy Butler continues to just be crazy good. Uh, I hope yeah. they get back on, I think they play Saturday. Um, but it's been great. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm a, I've am I've become a big Trey Young uh, fan over the years too. So it was like, I've I, I was worried in the play-in, so to see them make the first round and then win two, I was like, hey, that's that's success. That's a successful it's season for them. It's also wild that the Hawks beat the Heat in the play-in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Crazy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we, we are a music podcast as well, so I got to ask you, what is on Taylor Rook's daily playlist? Who, who are you listening to in the gym, on your yeah. on your trips to work, just in your leisure time? Who's, who's Taylor Rook's listening to? I mean, honestly, so much music. I'm one of those people who listens to the same song over and over and over and over again because I know what I like. And I also really love old music. Um, but if you if you want to hear some newer things, I, like probably everyone else, have a lot of Drake um, on their playlist. Uh, so I'm still listening to her loss. I'm honestly still listening to Honestly Nevermind. I liked that album a lot. Um, still playing SZA. Love SZA. Uh, love Thames. I'm like, Thames, I hope, becomes one of just like the biggest names in music because I think she's so talented. I love her tone. I watched some of those YouTube live performances that she has done like so many times. Um, so I'm a big Thames fan. I don't think if there's anybody that is like under the radar that I listen to. I feel like I kind of listen to what everyone's listening to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw you were at Dreamville Fest. I was I, I was also there. Oh, yeah. were you there? That was yeah, so I was there. It was, was amazing. So much fun. I, I mean, that moment just when you got to see Cole and Drake on the stage was was super iconic. Usher also is the best performer. Um, speaking of old music, I literally still have Usher on a so many playlists in the gym. So, I um I don't know. I need to get on like some more 
underground artists. Do you have any suggestions? Oh man, I'm a big Cash Cobain and Chow Lee fan. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I have um, Cash Cobain. I have. Yeah. Yeah. I really like his project. He dropped one for his birthday called Slizzy Day. I thought that was really good. Um, okay. I, oh, I love very... Sal Moody. He's not underground. Okay. He certainly isn't like I would say mainstream. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's probably like right in, in the middle, but on, on his way there. Um, yeah. But yeah, Moody is great. You know, I'm I'm into like the the Atlanta artists. I'll listen to. Lot <laughs> <laughs> lots of hometown pride. Yeah. <laughs> so being being from LA, I gotta ask you I I I visited there twice I got to go to American Deli which was great what's your American Deli order <laughs> so I will say I actually do not go to American Deli a lot Ooh. of my friends do um but again I always try to say this I am from Gwinnett so I'm from the mm -hmm. south of Atlanta so my go-to spots are different than people that grew up like in the city. You know how you'll say to somebody, where are you from? And they'll say, Chicago. You're like, we're in Chicago. They say, oh, well, it's actually Naperville. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. I am from Gwinnett County. So I would spend a lot of weekends in the city. Obviously we would go to the city some nights and then things like that. But when I'm going to just like grab a bite, I'm not going into the city for, for American Deli. But my friends in the city absolutely love it. Gotcha. Awesome. Okay. Um, and uh, but being part of that part of the movie, um, Blind Faith, like, can we expect to see Taylor Rooks doing more acting stuff throughout her career? You know what's so funny? I have done what I did maybe like three interviews in the past week and a half, um, just about various things. And you are the second person that has said I should act. And I don't, I will say I've never thought about acting it's really fun to do things if like I have a cameo and I'm playing myself or something like that um but it would be nice to play someone else I'm sure yeah have a yeah if anybody wants to cast me in anything let me know <laughs> <laughs> but no I I love movies I love tv shows I think it's really cool to like be on a set and have this role that you really get to take a lot of ownership in and you watch your character develop I think that's that's really really cool um I mean when I was a kid I acted but I didn't mm. have real plans you know about now doing it but I love trying new things like how I you know decided to go right on a slingshot in Houston I'm always open to to try new things so if acting is in the cards I I want it cut it out Okay. Well, there we go. And that's, that's how you should live life. Being willing to try new things. That's, that's how you get the most out of it. Yeah, well, you can't say no to new experiences. It's, that's how I feel like you grow and you learn what you like and what you don't like and what you can do and, and all these things. So I try not to close myself off to stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time. I want to congratulate you on all your success. Um, I can't wait to see what what interview is next or what what movie you might be in next or what 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 funny Twitter moment with Tyrese Halliburton and Channing Fry that you'll be part of. <laughs> I am like, I am so happy that I just let them have that moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I I was like, Channing, why'd you say that to Tyrese? Tyrese doesn't think about it. Love Channing, love Tyrese. They made that, uh, that NBA Twitter live stream very fun. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but yes, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. It was amazing talking to you. And hopefully we can do this again in a in a, in a much larger setting, maybe in person. We, um, So, yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Thank you so much uh, for your time and doing this and giving me your space. It was truly a pleasure. I appreciate it. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world staying busy. Taking 
time getting right if you miss me. Man.